This programme was first broadcast on Canterbury's community access radio station Plains FM 96.9 and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Kia ora and welcome to Garden of Sound. I'm your host Ian Turner. Garden of Sound is brought to you by 4YP, supporting community and positive youth development initiatives. You can find out more at 4YP.org. On today's show, Dear No One, it's a five-piece from Rangiruru Girls' School right here in the heart of Christchurch. Dear No One formed pretty recently. They're managed by educator and Dillustrate frontman Hanare Carr. They had a huge gig at Garden of Sound Live and they went down a storm with audience members and their fellow performers. But where to now, while school and other responsibilities start to get in the way? This is the Garden of Sound interview with Dear No One on Plains FM 96.9. Guys, I'll uh, open up first off. Well, actually, I'll I'll just introduce you. So we've got um, Saskia, and you're the vocalist? Yes. Yep. We've got Anna, and you play bass? Yep. Yep. Uh, We've got Justine, and you're one of the guitarists in the group? Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Chrissy, you're at the back, uh, you know, keeping the rhythm on the drums. Yep. That's right. And Kaya, you're a guitarist as well. But you also you also play trumpet. What's the, what's the difference? I mean, which do you enjoy more, guitar or trumpet? Um, I don't actually enjoy one more. I really like to play them both. Just tell me, sort of influence wise, um, why did you why did you start playing guitar? I just liked the way it sounded when other people played it, so I decided I'd start playing. And then when the band looked so fun, I just thought maybe I should join in and get some more experience on the guitar. That's perfect. I want to ask uh, Chrissy. same for you with drums, how long have you been playing? Uh, only about a year and a half, or like almost two years, so not too long. And what got you into the what got you into the drums? I actually remember two years ago I saw Mr. Carr, who's our teacher for music and like kind of the manager of the band unofficially. Um, I saw him playing drums, and he kind of came in and talked to our class about them, and I got really inspired, so I just started playing. Do you have any um, particular, apart from um, uh, Mr. Carr, um, do you have any other uh, drumming influences out there? Any sort of drummers you'd aspire to to be like? Yeah, so my um, drum teacher on the weekends, my tutor, he's called Nick Taylor and he's a really good drummer and I watch him perform and he's just amazing. So, Justine, I'm going to move over to you even though I can't see you and thank you very much for pulling the mic over to you. There was some, some pretty impressive playing at Garden of Sound Live. Where do you sort of take your guitar influences from? Um, well, I've I've had a long, long time, like, just changing my music tastes and uh, basically throughout the whole time it's just been kind of, you know, guitar music, whether it's, like, uh, old, like, you know, Britpop, like, that kind of stuff and, you know, you know, punk, Sex Pistols, that kind of stuff, but it's it's kind of all kind of drifted after a while and it's kind of in a stage where I'm, like, into, like, a lot kind of using like pedals and like weird sounds you can get from guitars and I'm really interested in that. So. Are you hearing much guitar and, and pop these days or stuff that's in the charts? Um, Not really but when it does come into the charts it really sticks out. Like uh, this is just for example like I remember a few years ago there was a song called Paint the Town Green and it was very popular and because it had a massive guitar riff in it Everyone was obsessed but with it, and it just really stuck out in the charts, which was quite good to see, but it's quite rare to see guitar. 
Okay, moving on and keeping the solid bass in the group, Anna, obviously you're, you you play bass. What got you into um to, into bass? Um, well, I kind of got into bass through music class. We were doing like a performance thing and, you know, someone needed to play bass and I played the cello, so it was kind of just like moving from cello to the bass. It was pretty similar. But Do yeah. you think um, classical education is, um, is important oh. in playing sort of rock music? I wouldn't really say so. I think anyone can kind of pick up a bass and play. It's really easy just to slap and, you know, do your thing, but yeah. Is there anything that you've carried over from the cello to um, the bass? I think just using my fingers, you know, the dexterity, like just being able to, you know, slide up and down strings and kind of know what you're doing with your fingers. Any bassists out there that you sort of uh, aspire to, to be like or play more um, like or want to play with? Not really. I don't really know too much about other bassists. I mean, yeah, some bassists like Bass Guy from Merlin Co., Good guys from Christchurch, yeah. It's important. Shout out to uh, the Christchurch crew. Yeah. Um, Saskia, hello. Hi. Hi. Um, you're the singer in the band. Yes. When did you start singing? I've never actually taken like formal singing lessons or anything. So I just kind of started singing with the band and it was just a lot of fun. So I kept on going. So no sort of choral training or anything? Um, I've been in a couple choirs and stuff. I'm in a choir at the moment. Um, at school but yeah apart from that nothing really so do you get anyone else in the band to sing uh, harmonies with you um so I want to and I really I really would like the guys to um sing stuff with me we just need to like write the right parts you know um and yeah I think it'll be really fun for the others to like sing with me this is a bit of an open question really um how much time do you guys devote to the band how often are you practicing on your own and how often do you do you come together Chrissy it changes every week so uh, our kind of steady schedule is Monday mornings Friday mornings and Wednesday lunch at school but when we're closer to like a performance or anything we'll up the amount of time but um, I know that these guys also practice at home as well and yeah do you practice at home? I do. Fantastic. I have an electric drum kit at home. So Awesome. Yeah. Okay, that's, that's really key. That's space saver. Yeah. Um, Justine, how many gigs uh, have um, have Dear No One played? Um, well, like gig- gigs outside of like Rock Quest, we've just done basically the one really. And how was that experience? Are we talking about Garden of Sound Live? Yeah, yeah. yeah? Okay. Oh, it was so good. Like... I was really nervous, but like the second we got in there, really, I just felt so much better. It was just such a cool environment, such a nice venue as well. And like, we were just so happy we got to play, and we were so like grateful that we got to play for it because it was just such a good night. And you know, everyone seemed to enjoy themselves, and it was great to see the other bands. And Anna, you talked earlier um, about the bassist from Malenko. Yeah. Uh, do you find you pick up a lot from other sort of like local bands or other um, groups you're playing with? You chat? You I don't about. really like talk to them. <laughs> it's very awkward. I don't want to say hi. It's, you know, it's like respect that like, you see them and you're like, oh, they're just really good. It's made the stage presence. Like they just kind of go for it. And yeah, I think you learn a lot of things about stage presence and like what you do while like, watching other bands. You kind of pick up on what they're doing and, you know, try it out yourself. In terms of technique, you know, you really get, like, inspired and, yeah. Yeah, I think you just get inspired to try new things. You see them, you know, doing all these weird things you've never done before and you're like, wow, like, I really want to give that a go. And That's awesome. So uh, this moves on to influences as as well. Saskia, who vocally influences you in the way you sing? Oh, my gosh. Okay, that's a really hard question. But um, uh, I would say, 
Well, for kind of our style, I would say that uh, people like, uh, I think his name is James. I'm not actually sure, but um, he's the lead singer of Marlon's Dreaming. And uh, I like really think his voice is really cool. So, um, but just generally, um, like people like Ariana Grande, like her voice is amazing. Like it's just so cool. And yeah, I just, I mean, like I aspire to have a voice that good. <laughs> Kaya, um, what sort of tracks do you put on when you um, when you get home? Something that you sort of kick back that might influence your your mu- musical style. Um, well, at the moment, I've actually been listening to a lot of Queens, so I quite often just spend hours and hours just listening to all their tracks. What's your favourite Queen track if you got one? Probably "I Want to Break Free." It just inspires me.
Chrissy, um, influences for you? Anything that sort of influences the way that you play in Dear No One? Um, I've been really liking the whole New Zealand genre as we all have as a band recently. Like we've all been really getting into it. And um, I really like the band Lime Cordial at the moment. I think they're really good. And I just, I like that whole vibe. It's really nice and it's fun to play as well. Okay, well, it's about time to play a track, I think. Um, any of those artists you talk could be Queen, could be Marlon's Dreaming, Lime Cordial. Um, who do you want to play? Who yeah. do you want to play right uh, now? Can we play Marlon's Dreaming? Can we do Floating by Marlon's Dreaming? Sure. Yeah.
This is the Garden of Sound interview with Dear No One on Plains FM 96.9. I want to ask you, Saskia, um, what was the first gig or concert or event uh, that you made it along to? Um, Well, the first one that I went Mm. to. uh, My very first concert, it would have been a classical concert, actually. But, like, um, I'm not sure, but it probably was when I was, like, tiny because I've... I mean, I grew up playing classical music and stuff, and but my first ever like contemporary one was probably Sia. It was last year. Where was to, that? Um, that was in Auckland, I think. Yeah, it was in Auckland, and it was kind of just at the end of last year. Um, I can't remember which stadium. Ah, oh, oh well. But um, yeah, that was really cool seeing her perform because I like also really like her vocals. Did she do Chandelier Live? Uh, she did, and she also she did um, Diamonds or something by Rihanna. She wrote that song, and so uh, she performs it as, like as her own, and she did that on tour. So that was really cool as well. Fantastic, that's yeah. great, Anna. Um, what was the first sort of contemporary or pop gig that you made it along to? Well, I haven't really been to many concerts. I've been to like the one, which is like it was a festival. I can't remember the name of it. It's in Hackley Park, and it's um I can't remember the name, but. And this artist called Dizzy Rascal was going along to it. This wasn't Electric Avenue, by yeah, chance, yeah, was yeah, it? Electric Avenue. Yes, yeah, uh, yeah. I've, I've heard a lot about it. Yeah, some great, it great, was, it was interesting. Great New Zealand bands playing it, at that. Yeah, it was, it was an experience. <laughs> um, <laughs> and what specifically about it was it the the staging or the crowd um, or the performance? Definitely the crowd. It was yeah. intense. It was like a huge mess. It was like a festival, so you know it's outside. It's like really loud and muddy, and everyone's you know bit of an interesting smell in the air <laughs> just like Brixton yeah, really where yeah, the yeah. real electric avenue oh, is yeah. which is uh, it's fine Justine um, I want to ask you what was the first gig that you uh, you went along to well I wish I could say Glastonbury but I can't um <laughs> so <laughs> so the first actual g- I haven't been to many gigs I've just sat dreaming that I am at gigs unfortunately but uh, the first actual gig I went to was probably it was at a winery and it was um, Avalanche City, ah. the the New Zealand artist. And um, I remember I played violin at the time. And afterwards, <laughs> this is when I'm like seven, probably. And I remember looking, being so being so like starstruck by the violinist in this in this uh, just helping you know uh, Avalanche City. And um, after the gig, I went up to this guy. I was like. Oh my god, I'm a violinist and you're a violinist too. I love you. I love you. But um it's really weird to think about that now because that sounds pretty weird just some little kid running up to this guy who's just like But in music there is a certain music. amount of hero worship. Is there any um artist that you do want to see live? Oh, well <laughs> there's thousands, but um What's your number 1? Probably there's a band called Catfish and the Bottlemen and they're just they're amazing live. Like they just their stage presence, just the music that they do, it's just like a wall of sound hitting you when they're live. And I remember they played it like Glastonbury in the rain and the guy, the singer Van, he was running around. I don't know how he's not falling over and breaking his face, but you know, he it's just the energy those guys have, you know, and, and just the 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 music's like the same as it is live, but it's just better. And it's just so good. All right. Uh, Chrissy, what's your first gig? The most memorable one for me was um, I also, by coincidence, went to the Sia concert in Auckland. 
And I just thought it was incredible. And it wasn't just Sia performing as well. It was also like Mo and Charlie yeah. XCX. Yeah, yeah. It was really good. And I um, uh, also another reason I started drums was because the drummer of Mo was just insane. Like he was so good. And I remember watching him and just being like in awe the whole time. Hmm. Yeah, really uh, do you find drums physically demanding? Do you end up with sort of blisters on your on your hands from the sticks or is that just bad technique? <laughs> um, no, I don't get blisters or anything. I get like cramp in my feet sometimes, but it's nothing too crazy. Like I don't do anything that's too hard out, so it's normally okay, but occasionally there's So cramp. you're not likely to introduce a double kick into any sort of DNA1 songs? Oh, oh gosh, I have never tried with a double kick, but I'll get there <laughs> someday. I, c- I could see you guys doing a cover of, I don't know, some Metallica song or something. I think it'll be yeah. a <laughs> give it the dear no one treatment. Kaya, um, what was the first gig that you got along to? Well, I haven't actually mean, been to many gigs or concerts, but the first actual concert I went to was probably Ed Sheeran um, in Dunedin, which mm. was amazing. So. Yeah. so a huge crowd there. Oh, very big. Um, so any particular standout tracks um, that came out live while you were there? I quite enjoyed uh, Shape of You that was really good and it just got the crowd really going and it was just yeah the whole thing was great so do you guys aspire to um, you know be playing at that level playing around the world oh, nah. I don't I don't know about the rest of these guys but personally like, I don't want to be like super famous or anything it would be cool to be like kind of like well known in New Zealand it's and a little stuff. bit under the radar just, still pretty yeah, cool I just don't I mean financially secure yeah, yeah yeah definitely I just I don't know about the rest of these but yeah. I think we're all just looking to have like fun with it and yeah to, you know, exactly not go too crazy not really it. looking for in your short time gigging and um, rehearsing and, and playing is there any um, uh, any piece of advice you'd pass on to yourselves to say remember this do this don't do that I think uh, Saskia you you're keen on um well I think definitely talking about everything like just to ourselves like maybe a few months ago especially just talking about everything to include everyone in the band um and definitely also um instead of like complaining about ideas actually work on them and stuff because I think we've had quite a few good ideas but we've just been like no that's not good enough we have to change it and then so we had this song and it just it didn't turn out great and um we just didn't like the end result and that we had to end up performing it but yeah it was not so what i'm taking out of that is is listen to one another be supportive yeah definitely and no idea is a bad idea Unless it's a really bad yeah. idea. I mean, the, yeah, well, no, I I would say there are good ideas and there are bad ideas, but I think you can make bad ideas into good ideas. Like you can, you can change turn it them around. and work on them and to make them like a lot better. Don't give we up can. on them. You know? Yeah. Definitely. I think it's time for some more music, which is always important. Um, I'm looking for a favourite track from Dear No One, The Collective. Um, there were a few artists we talked about in the last segment of the show. What What song would we like to play? So we're going to go for uh, Lime Cordial and we're going to go for Spider Legs. (laughs) 
is the Garden of Sound interview with Dear No One on Plains FM 96.9. Thanks so much for listening to the show today. A couple of notices for you. Coming up on December 5th, there's an amazing fundraiser happening for a new youth hub that's going to be built right in the centre of town. Uh, It's going to deliver desperately needed mental health, medical, social and housing support for the region's young people. Now, the Variety Concert is going to feature performers such as Julia Deans and Lyndon Puffin and many, many more. It's the Youth Hub Variety Concert. It's going to be held Wednesday, December 5th, 7.30, the Charles Looney Auditorium. That's at St Margaret's. Tickets can be purchased at eventfinder.co.nz or for more information, visit the Youth Hub Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash youthhubchch. And speaking of youth-related events, next Friday, the Papanui Youth Development Trust invite you to the Papanui Youth Centre for some amazing live music, featuring a couple of the bands, featuring a couple of the bands that have performed at Garden of Sound Live, those being Lotus and Better Than Bacon. Plus, a great new band's going to be there called Exit. They're from Casebrook Intermediate. Now, if you love live music and you want an absolute bargain night out, then grab a few of your mates and head to the Papanui Youth Centre, the top of Harewood Road, next Friday from 7. Tickets are only $5. So make sure you keep the 30th free. For more info, visit facebook.com forward slash p-y-d-t dot c-h-c-h. Right, on with the show. This is the Garden of Sound interview with Dear No One on Plains FM 96.9. I want to talk about uh, the music making process and we we talked about the song that didn't turn out so great uh, last time. And I'm going to start really from, I'm going to start from from right at the the rhythmic section, um, or at least the the drums, Chrissy. So tell me, uh, who, um, who writes the music in the band? Well... I think we all definitely contribute like a lot, you know, we all wrote a lot of lyrics for things and we all um, contributed to writing all the songs, but uh, we've kind of handed the lyrics over to Saskia properly now because she knows what she likes to write and um, we just kind of start with getting like a riff or something and just get it going from there. Okay, um, so Saskia, I want to talk about where does your motivation at least, um, uh, where do your lyrics uh, well, come for, from? Or for my lyrics, I tend to go for things that I've actually experienced and know about. and Because um, if you just don't know about them, it's kind of harder to write about them. And I think that when I write, I just sometimes they're a little bit per- more personal to me and stuff. And um, yeah, I, yeah. It's always like ex- what I've experienced and stuff, or something that I want to change, or yeah. I want to talk specifically about um, uh, misfortune, Justine. I'll sort of move over to you. Where did the um, where did the guitar part for this um, this particular song come from? Um, I'm pretty sure I was just messing around, and I was it was earlier on, and um, we were trying to think of stuff, and I was just messing around. I was playing it a few frets down to what it actually is, but I was just messing around and playing it, and no one kind of really picked up on anything, but a few weeks later, I was playing it again, and they go, ooh, that sounds good, that sounds good, and so um, I was just messing around, because I spent a lot of time just messing around on my guitar and just trying to figure out some stuff, and um, I just put it up a few frets, and that's where I got the intro riff and the that kind of riff came in. And um, basically, well, it's just kind of 
we went for like the basic kind of like rock sound in the song like try to like get the baseline of kind of sound for that and so we went for just the uh the the chords just to get that kind of like rotation of those few chords and so two guitarists in your band um kaya i just want to ask generally when you're um uh when you're playing guitar i mean how do you come up with um sort of stuff alongside what justine's playing well if i find something that i think like works with it then i just asked if if it's okay if i play this and then if it works then everyone just goes along with it and it's great so yeah i just build along and like like Justine said, just play around and just add on to what's there. And for you, Anna, um, so, I mean, is that where sort of like the uh, the bass riffs come from? Does it build off the other stuff? Or um, have you come in with, you know, original ideas at least? Yeah, so I mainly kind of go off the drums, you know, classic kind of bass with drums and try and, like, fit in with Chrissy and see what she's doing or other way around. She fits in whatever I'm doing. Recently in the newest song we wrote, you know, we kind of did a bit of that in the chorus and, yeah, we were... I figured out like the baseline for that part but yeah I don't really at least at the start I was like you know very new into bass I didn't really know what I was doing so I kind of mainly went off with Justine whatever she was telling me to do but so I guess yeah. steep learning curves here I'll, I'll continue yeah, yeah. with you has the song changed in your mind you know from when you started playing it live to you know um, most recently yeah I think the song hasn't really changed but, like our opinion of it has I think when we first wrote it it was like we were really excited like oh my gosh this is such a cool song we were like really into it I think now like our style has kind of changed like we still like the song but it's kind of you know we'd rather you know rather be doing other things I think and like it's still a good song I think I don't know maybe changing the words a little bit yeah. potentially <laughs> okay but, so yeah. what what I, is the song about um well I didn't actually write the lyrics for it so um was it a group effort yeah it was kind of more of a group effort so um, who was it that wrote the first verse? Do you get, was it, oh, it was, um, it was Adelina. She wrote the first verse and then I think it was Anna and Chrissy and then I helped out a little bit with the next couple and yeah, I think the lyrics are just a little bit too depressing. Um, <laughs> I just, to, just to put it a little bit lightly. Okay, well, what you're going to hear now is Misfortune, uh, written by Dear No One and this is a live performance from Garden of Sound. Live. Help me, I'm in a tunnel And all the silence is driving me mad Help me, I'm in trouble And being lonely is making me sad 
This is the Garden of Sound interview with Dear No One on Plains FM 96.9. I want to talk about, you know, best musical memories. And you've, you've had a good one recently you've alluded to. Apart from Garden of Sound Live, um, has there been anything, Justine, for you that sort of stood out? You thought, what could? Yeah, so um, basically we've kind of built up. It's a it's a thing that we do. It's We do it before we're performing or we do it a lot in practice when we just, like, have a little space of time is there's a song by an Australian kind of punk just grunge group called the Chats called Mum Stole My Darts <laughs> and um it's it's very it's a it's a kind of hype song like everyone knows it we play it and we just start screaming the lyrics just to get ourselves you know in the zone just hype ourselves up, make us feel better. We do it quietly in a group together before a performance. We did that in Rock Quest. And um, it's just been, like, it's been a, just a stable, like, like just thing that just helps us throughout, like, our whole kind of, you know, journey so far, I guess. You guys really are a group. It seems like, you know, there's a real sort of supportive environment. Um, hopefully that continues. So let's talk about the, the future. Chrissy, what do you see for uh, Dear No One down down the track? What would you like to do? Um, I don't think we need to do anything too crazy or serious. I think we're really just here to have fun. But um, definitely doing Rock Quest a lot more. That was a lot of fun and it kind of gets us going and we always have, like to have something to work towards. Okay, so next year that's what you're that's what you're aiming for? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, aim for the Nationals? Yeah, also like I'd kind of like to do like kind of semi-regular gigs because I think we really enjoy having gigs and performing in front of people. <laughs> and um, yeah, it's just, it's kind of like a rush of energy and stuff and it's a lot of fun. And also getting to collaborate with other bands. So I just wanted to ask, it seems like there's a bit of camaraderie. Do you guys sort of have knowledge of the other bands sort of in Christchurch and, and what, they're, what they're doing? Yeah, I mean, ever since I first saw Mel and Co, I've been like, oh my gosh, like... Just this, just those guys. They're just, they're just, yeah. Like I just, I have to, I have to agree with you. My, my takeaway from Garden of Sound Live, at least, was like Van Morrison meets Pink Floyd. That was, that was kind of a. uh, It was just, they're just amazing, those guys, and they're, you know, they're really nice guys as well, and they, they don't, yeah, yeah, they just. (laughs) There's no kind of judgment. There's no kind of oh, we rock up, and it's just, you know, they just show up and they just. Do their thing. They yeah. they 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 moshed for us. Like, yeah. what? How great is it that? Was, and we were. Us, I was, like, I, was I was so happy. I was looking out. I was like, oh my gosh, they're like jumping about, and it was just. I I just like I just look up to them so much, to be honest. And a lot of a lot of the Christchurch bands I just look up to, and mm. the New Zealand bands I just, yeah. <laughs> really aspire fantastic that's absolutely great dear no one thank you so much for uh, being here today we've got one last track that we'd like to uh, like to play out so um what's it what's a little bit of a what's a little bit of a fave justine the song is probably one of my favorite songs of all time um just the the build-up of it really and the the kind of intro of the song and the way the guitar comes in like there's not many songs that have such a kind of impact with the first few guitar notes than this song I think Pull us out of, out of suspense uh, which um, song are we talking about? Led Zeppelin No Quarter from the album Houses of the Holy Fantastic, 
Thank you so much, dear no one. Thank you for being on the show. Thank, Thank you for having you. us. Thank you so much.
And that was No Quarter by Led Zeppelin, as chosen by Dear No One. Now it's time for my track of the week, and you may wonder where I find these tracks. Well, there's a wealth of non-mainstream music out there, and it's all charted by the student or university radio stations dotted about the country. There's BFM in Auckland, there's Contact in Hamilton, Radioactive in Wellington, Radio 1 in Dunedin, and of course... RDU in Christchurch. And that's where I came across this gem. It's from an artist called Jaga. The write-up goes that he's a producer, he's a performer and a vocalist rarely emerging from the shadows of the New Zealand experimental electronic music scene. Anyway, this awesome track is called Nocturnal.
That was Nocturnal from Jaga. Thanks for joining me on Garden of Sound. My guest today was Dear No One. You can find out more about the band by clicking on their photo on the front page of the Garden of Sound website. It's gardenofsound.nz. There, you can listen to all of the tracks we talked about today on their bespoke Spotify playlist. And while I'm at it, Garden of Sound is now also available on Spotify as a podcast. Just search for Garden of Sound. Next week on the show, Mel Parsons. She's a fabulously talented New Zealand performer. She's about to release her fourth studio album entitled Glass Heart. So please make sure you're around for that one. I'm Ian Turner. Thank you so much for joining me on the show today. It's brought to you with thanks to 4YP. You can find out more about their work at 4YP.org. I hope you've enjoyed yourself. I'd love to have you back same time next week for Garden of Sound.